whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hi, Mr. Robinson. This is Thomas from Unicalling. Hi, how are you? Fine, fine. How are you? Uh, doing okay. All right. And Mr. Robinson, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I think it wasn't even two years ago that you were s sitting here in, in our studio here in Munich, here at our radio station, the Rock yeah, Antenna. I remember. And I remember. I saw a beautiful, huge dog in the uh, yeah, in yeah. The lobby I told you about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you were sitting here and you were basically telling me that your brother was no good. What happened in yep. between? <laughs> uh, well, I think that Chris and I have, I think most people when they're hurt and they don't understand what the deal is, they just lash out and say, well, that guy's a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> that seems to be the easiest, easiest route. Um, but ultimately writing and uh, missing my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. We lost our dad a couple of years ago and just to be able to, You know, I was writing these songs for Magpie, um, one of the records, and uh, or like a third record, but then it mm -hmm. just wasn't really working. And I was like, man, I wish Chris could sing on these songs. I just, not for any other reason, just as I, I love what he does. Yeah. And and realistically, for 30 years, I've written songs for his voice. You know? yeah. yeah. And so we have a friend who's been a friend of ours for a long time, but he's also our attorney and handles the business of the crows when we were down, not doing anything. And mm. I just said to him like, man, I, I really, I, I wrote these songs and Chris would just sound fucking great on him. I wish that he could get his hat out of his ass or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, and then, and our friend was like, man, Chris just said the same thing about you last week, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I thought that that was interesting. So did you um, call him or Chris, did he call you? Well, we, sort of talked through Greg for a bit and then he called me All right, because nice. it was, just, you know, still like lacking in trust. And there was a lot of barriers we had to get past in order to sort of open up and say, all right, I was a dick. Oh yes, I was a dick and make up. And, um, but ultimately that's kind of what happened. It was just like, I was writing all these songs and I was really missing my partner, my brother, mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of reasons. And so, Uh, we had, luckily our friend was cool and, and always has been, and always been, and really wanted nothing but the best for the two of us. And also for us to get along. All right. You All know, right. we, we, had, we had been offered tours every year since we split up. <laughs> I um, imagine. You know, <laughs> yeah. But we just never did it because we we're like, fuck that guy. And he was like, fuck that guy. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah. And we weren't ready. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, come to find out. A few years later, I had spoken to Steve Gorman, and he told me that like he hated like his biggest fear was Chris and I getting along in the band, and that they basically actively worked to keep us apart because his quote was like because when you two agreed, no one could really do anything. Well, and I'm like, so yeah. you fucking work to keep Chris and I apart. Yeah. Um, and you know, between him and like the people around us, and I was like, that's that's really not, that's fucked up. So when Chris and I did start talking and we did start thinking about doing this and yeah. we, we were like, look, man, we can't bring these people back. No, no, uh, I understand now. Yeah. 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 So we, I mean, because it'll just end up the same way it always does with bitter bullshit, pettiness and fighting. And when people are actively, you know, lying to you and trying to keep you separated, Chris Rich said this about you and Chris said this about you and yeah. 
And then you stop talking because these people are talking for each other or for us, to us, yeah. you know, yeah. really created this negative thing. And that was one of the main reasons Chris and I stopped communicating. We stopped talking. Okay. Now that, that answers one of my further, you know, questions like, why are you not bringing the old guys back? But let me get yeah. this, let me get this correct, which actually everything you told me now actually means there is a new Black Crows record already written. Basically. Well, there's some songs, yeah. But Chris and I have also been writing new songs. We've been writing all year. Yeah. Um, we just we decided to take the year that was kind of given to us because of COVID, and just say, well, fuck it, let's start writing some songs and yeah. see what happens. And I've and so far I've sent him about 30 songs, and we're working with George DeCoolius again. Mm -hmm. And Chris and I both love and trust him um, as a producer, and so that's yeah. We started doing that, so we have a ton of songs. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, maybe next year, this year, next year, whatever unfolds for us in this very unpredictable world that we live in right now, yeah. um, we'll be able to make a new record. Do you think that you can actually head out on tour this summer? A lot of people are saying yes, and a few people are saying no, yeah. so we don't know. I mean, a lot of, you know, they had 25,000 people at the Super Bowl and outdoor Yeah, uh, stadium. Yeah, yeah. The places that we're booked to play are sheds, which are these big outdoor, um, mm. you know, fifteen to twenty thousand seat mm. arena, uh, like outdoor spaces. Yeah, uh, which is better. And if you can cut the cut it down to six or seven thousand people, mm. um, and socially distance and give tests and wear masks, then maybe that would be great. You know, that's what they seem to be heading towards. Mm. Um, until, but also, I mean, right now we're vaccinating three million p up to three million people a day. Yeah, uh, which is really so, more than we do over here. So that's really good. Well, I mean, now that we have a competent president, that maybe we can actually get something done. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it might be, you know. But, <laughs> but ultimately, if that's the case. You know, two or three hundred million people can be vaccinated in a hundred days. Yeah, and by then, you know, we're looking at April, May, and. There, that's a that's a total different scenario than we were looking at. Oh um, hell yeah. yeah! So I think that's totally plausible. And then, which even makes us touring in Europe in the fall even more of a possibility. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, the fall, I might. Yeah, I see coming too. That'll be great. That'll be awesome when you guys are over here. But it, as, let me ask you one thing: when you when now. You're re-releasing, you know, Shake Your Money Maker. It's the 30th anniversary from uh, from last year. How how long was this whole uh, box format in the making? When did you start thinking about uh, like, whoa, we, there's a, there's an anniversary coming up? Yeah, well, we started thinking about it last year. All right. And, you know, we started p putting together all the pieces and then COVID happened and things stopped for a little while um, because no one was going to work. We didn't know what was in the vaults. There wasn't anyone that could get in there because everything was shut down. Yeah. We really didn't know how to deal. No one knew how to really deal with it. So it took us a while, but then we kept at it and found all the stuff we needed. And we're, uh, we were able to get it um, mastered and fi find everything we needed. And, and we're able to make this great box set. And we're, we're all really thrilled with it. How how many drawers did you have to open in order to find like the the the, the homecoming concert? You know, I think this must be well, somewhere. It was in the vault. There's a vault uh, that right. Rick Rubin has and Universal has, and it was all in there. I mean, the amazing right. thing is that everything was kept. Rick Rubin's vault. I wonder what is in there too, as well. 
<laughs> God knows. <laughs> well, very nice. So uh, uh, we're going to look forward to the box set. We're going to look forward to you guys heading over here. Yeah. And uh, exactly. uh, and playing. I mean, you guys, you, you, you basically have a new band now together. How How yeah. is this? Do you actually know how the chemistry is working out already? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we played with a bunch of people. You know, we brought in a bunch of people. And uh, in 2019, in the summer of 2019, we started trying people out. Yeah. And we found our, our band, this guy, Isaiah Mitchell from a band called Earthless. Great guitar player. Really cool. Um, Tim Lefebvre, who used to play with Tedeschi Trucks. Yeah. Uh, amazing bass player. And we've known him for years because Tedeschi Trucks opened for us in 2013 on our last tour. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Joel Robineau, who plays keyboards and, and, you know, our drummer. So just getting in there and, and we found our group of musicians. And then we were rehearsing for these shows that we did in New York and L.A. Ah, uh, okay. And within, we did five days of rehearsal, and by the fifth day, you could just tell how much growth there had been. And when yeah. that happens just in a rehearsal setting, you can just like, shit, man, this is great. And then <laughs> us playing on Howard Stern, which is a big radio yeah. uh, personality here in the States, um, and you can hear it. Those songs sounded great. Everyone is positive everyone is bringing their optimism and enthusiasm to these songs as as are chris and i and so i think it's uh it's amazing so you guys are known for playing very long shows how long do you think you're yeah. gonna be on stage this time well we're gonna play shake your money maker in its entirety and yeah. in, in its sequence um which is something we've never done and chris and i were really excited about the prospect of doing this yeah And then after that, we're going to play songs throughout our career. <laughs> Which is so, another three know, hours be, to go. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be. But I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll play two hours. All right. I have no more further questions, Your Honor. Excellent. I hope you, you stay safe, you stay healthy, and uh, I hope you're going to be here soon. Absolutely. You too. Thank you very much for talking to us. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.